0: Hi there and welcome to Revitalise, the Everyday Audio Bible with me, your host, Lydia Lincoln. Today, I'll be reading from Genesis 34, Psalm 34 and Mark chapter 6. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your patience, for the relationship that we have with you. Through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, Father, thank you for, for keeping us safe, for keeping us sane, and for providing for us. Father, thank you for the safety that's hidden in your love and the joy in your presence. Holy Spirit, thank you for your guidance, for your comfort. Lead me as I read your word the whole Bible was inspired by you, by you and reading the word isn't enough. We also have to take action. Thank you for giving me the power to forgive at all costs. And thank you, Father, for forgiving me because of the work your son did on the cross. In Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis 34. One day, Dinah, the daughter of Leah had given Jacob, went to visit some of the women in that country. Shechem, the son of Hamor the Hivite, who was chieftain there, saw her and raped her. Then he felt a strong attraction to Dinah, Jacob's daughter, fell in love with her and wooed her. Shechem went to his father Hamor, get me this girl for my wife. Jacob heard that Shechem had raped his daughter Dinah, but his sons were out in the fields with livestock. So he didn't say anything until they got home. Hamor, Shechem's father, went to Jacob to work out marriage arrangements. Meanwhile, Jacob's sons on their way back from the fields heard what had happened. They were outraged, explosive with anger. Shechem's rape of Jacob's daughter was intolerable in Israel and not to be put up with. Hamor spoke with Jacob and his sons. My son Shechem is head over heels in love with your daughter. Give her to him as his wife. Intermarry with us. Give your daughters to us and we'll give our daughters to you. Live together with us as one family. Settle down among us and make yourselves at home. Prosper among us. Shechem then spoke for himself, addressing Dinah's father and brothers. Please say yes, I'll pay anything. Set the bridal price as high as you will. The sky's the limit. Only give me this girl for my wife. Jacob's sons answered Shechem and his father with cunning. Their sister, after all, had been raped, they said. This is impossible. We could never give our sister to a man who was uncircumcised. Why, we'd be disgraced. The only condition on which we can talk business is if all of your men become circumcised like us and then we will freely exchange daughters in marriage and make ourselves at home among you and become one big happy family. But if this is not an acceptable condition, we will take our sister and leave." That seemed fair enough to Hamor and his son Shechem. The young man was so smitten with Jacob's daughter that he proceeded to do what he had been asked. He was also the most admired son in his father's family. So Hamor and his son Shechem went to the public square and spoke to the town council. These men, like us, they are our friends. Let them settle down here and make themselves at home. There's plenty of room in the country for them. And just think, we can even exchange our daughters in marriage. But these men will only accept our invitation to live with us and become one big family on one condition, that all our males become circumcised just as they themselves are. This is a very good deal for us. These people are very wealthy with great herds of livestock, and we're going to get our hands on it. So let's do what they ask and have them settle down with us. Everyone who was anyone in the city agreed with Hamor and his son, Shechem, and every male was circumcised. Three days after the circumcision, while all the men were still very sore, two of Jacob's sons, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, each with his sword in his hand walked into the into the city as if they owned the place and murdered every man there they also killed Hamor and his son Shechem they rescued Dinah from Shechem's house and left and when the rest of Jacob's sons came on the scene of slaughter they looted the entire city in retaliation for Dinah's rape flocks herds donkeys belongings everything whether in the city all the fields they took, and then they took all the wives and children captive and ransacked their homes for anything valuable. Jacob said to and Levi, You've made my name stink to high heaven among the people here. These Canaanites and Perizzites, if they decided to gang up on us and attack, as few as we are, we wouldn't stand a chance. They'd wipe me and my people right off the map. They said... Nobody's going to treat our sister like a whore and get by with it. Psalm 34 I bless God every chance I get. My lungs expand with praise. I live and breathe, God. If things aren't going well, hear this and be happy. Join me in spreading the news together. Let's get the word out. God, get me more than halfway. He met me more than halfway and he freed me from my anxious fears. Look at him and give him your warmest smile. Never hide your feelings from him. When I was desperate, I called out and God got me out of a tight spot. God's angels set up a circle of protection around us while we pray. Open your mouth and taste. Open your eyes and see how good God is. Blessed are you who run to him. Worship God if you want the best. Worship opens doors to all his goodness. Young lions on the prowl get hungry, but God-seekers are full of God. Come, children, listen closely. I'll give you a lesson in God, in God-worship. Who out there has a lust for life? can't wait each day to come upon beauty guard your tongue from profanity and no more lying through your teeth turn your back on sin do something good embrace peace don't let it get away God keeps an eye on his friends his ears pick up every moan and groan God won't put up with rebels he'll cull them from the pack is anyone crying for help God is listening ready to rescue you If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he'll help you catch your breath. Disciples so often get into trouble still. God is there every time. He's your bodyguard shielding every bone. Not even a finger gets broken. The wicked commit slow suicide and they waste their lives hating the good. God pays for each slave's freedom. No one who runs to him loses out. Mark chapter 6 He left there and returned to his hometown. His disciples came along on the Sabbath. He gave a lecture in the meeting place. He made a real hit, impressing everyone. We had no idea he was this good, they said, How did he get wise all of a sudden, get such ability? But in the next breath, they were cutting him down. He's just a carpenter, Mary's boy. We've known him since he was a kid. We know his brothers, James, Justice, Jude, and Simon and his sisters. Who does he think he is? They tripped over what little they knew about him and fell sprawling. They never got any further. Jesus told them, A prophet has little honour in his hometown. among his relatives on the streets he played in as a child. Jesus wasn't able to do much of anything there. He laid hands on a few sick people and healed them, that's all. He couldn't get over their stubbornness. He left and made a circuit of other villages teaching. Jesus called the twelve to him and sent them out in pairs. He gave them authority and power to deal with evil opposition. He sent them off with these instructions. Don't think you need a lot of extra equipment for this. You are the equipment. No special appeal for funds, keep it simple. And no luxury inns. Get a modest place and be content there until you leave. If you're not welcomed and not listened to, quietly withdraw. Don't make a scene, shrug your shoulders and be on your way. Then they were on the road. They preached with joyful urgency that life can be radically different right and left. They sent demons packing. They brought wellness to the sick, anointing their bodies, healing their spirits. King Herod heard of all this. For by this time, the name of Jesus was on everyone's lips. He said, this has to be John the baptizer because this is the work he was able to do. Miracles. Others said, no, it's Elijah others said he's a prophet just like one of the old time prophets but herod wouldn't budge it's john sure enough i cut off his head and now he's back alive herod was the one who had ordered the arrest of john put him in chains and sent him to prison at the nagging of herodias his brother philip's wife for john and the for john had provoked herod by naming his relationship with Herodias adultery. Herodias smouldering with hate wanted to kill him but didn't dare because Herod was in awe of John. Convinced that he was a holy man he gave him special treatment wherever he listened to him he was miserable with guilt and yet he couldn't stay away. Something in John kept pulling him back but a poor tentuous day arrived when Herod for a birthday party inviting all the brass and blue blood in Galilee. Herodias' daughter entered the banquet hall and danced for the guests. She dazzled Herod and the guests. The king said to the girl, ask me anything, I'll give you anything you want. Carried away, he kept on. I swear, I'll split my kingdom with you if you say so. She went back to her mother and said, what should I ask for? Ask for the head of John the Baptizer. Excited, she ran back to the king and said, I want the head of John the Baptizer served on a platter and I want it now. That sobered the king up fast, but unwilling to lose face with his guests, he caved in and let her have her wish. The king sent the executioner off to the prison with orders to bring back John's head. He went, cut off John's head, brought it back on a platter and presented it to the girl who gave it to her mother. And When John's disciples heard about this, they came and got the body and gave it a decent burial. Supper for 5,000. The apostles then rendezvoused with Jesus and reported on all that had been done and taught. Jesus said, Come off by yourselves. Let's just take a break and get a little rest, for there was constant coming and going. They didn't even have time to eat. And so they got in the boat and went off to a remote place by themselves. Someone saw them going, and the word got around. From the surrounding towns, people went out on foot, running, and got there ahead of them. And when Jesus arrived, he saw this huge crowd. At the sight of them, his heart broke. Like sheep with no shepherd, they were. He went right to work, teaching them. When his disciples thought this had gone on long enough, it was now quite late in the day. They interrupted. We are a long way out in the country, and it's very late. Pronounce a benediction and just send these folks off so they can get some supper. And Jesus said, you do it. Fix supper for them. And they replied, are you serious? You want us to go and spend a fortune on food for their supper? But he was quite serious. How many loaves of bread do you have? Take an inventory. That didn't take long. Five, they said, plus two fish. Jesus got them all to sit down in groups of 50 or a 100. They looked like a patchwork quilt of wildflowers spread out on the green grass. He took the five loaves and two fish. He lifted his face to heaven in prayer, blessed, broke and gave the bread to the disciples and the disciples in turn gave it to the people. He did the same with the fish. They all ate their fill. The disciples gathered 12 baskets of leftovers. More than 5,000 were at the supper. As soon as the meal was finished, Jesus insisted that the disciples get in the boat and go on ahead across across to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the congregation. After sending them off, he climbed a mountain to pray. Late at night, the boat was far out at sea. Jesus was still by himself on land. He could see his men struggling with the oars, the wind having come up against them. At about four o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the sea. He intended to go right by them. But when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and screamed, scared out of their wits. Jesus was quick to comfort them. Courage, it's me. Don't be afraid. As soon as he climbed into the boat, the wind died down. They were stunned, shaking their head, wondering what was going on. They didn't understand what he had done at supper. None of this had yet penetrated their hearts. They beached the boat at Genazaret and tied up the landing as soon as they got out of the boat word got around fast people ran this way and that bringing their sick on stretchers to where they heard he was wherever he went village or town or country crossroads they brought their sick to the marketplace and begged him to let them touch the edge of his coat that's all and whoever touched him became well this is the word of the lord I'd love to encourage you today, whether you have been a victim of abuse, of rape, of racism, of prejudice, of domestic violence, whether you're suffering from depression, bankruptcy, a physical or mental illness, the Lord Jesus himself is willing and able to heal you today. And I'd love to pray for you because the Lord is good And he's kind and he's faithful to all those who trust in him. Father in heaven, I don't fully understand everything that you have done for me and have permitted to happen to me. But what I do know is that your grace is unyielding and matchless. And and that means that I cannot outgive you. There's nothing I can do to repay you for what you've done for me. And so I ask you, Father, to pour out that love and pour out that grace on those who are listening. We listened and we, we read about the, the rape of Dinah and the murder of hundreds of men. We read about David calling out to you and in distress how he was able to rely on you and we can do the same. And then, Father, in the book of Mark, Jesus broke bread, prayed, blessed what he had and was able to feed a multitude of people shortly after his cousin had died. And so that grace that you gave to Jesus whilst he was on earth as a human, walking in flesh, bleeding, dying, feeling, crying, weeping, tired feeling hunger like we all do, but never, ever, ever being disobedient or sinning. His perfection covers our imperfection. So, Father, I ask you now to mend any broken heart, any broken or bruised body, any um her, anybody suffering, anybody wounded now, emotionally, physically, sexually, damaged, financially, that you would heal them now, And do for them what you did for the 5,000 men, 5,000 women and 5,000 children. Heal them, provide for them, prosper them and bring them into oneness with you that they will be made whole. You've done that for me daily from the day that I was born and even more so when I realised that you were King of Kings and Lord of Lords back in 2001. I ask you to do for them what you did for me so many years ago and i thank you that your name will indeed be glorified and i spread this good news of urgency and all ha huh, and all life and excitement in me have your perfect way today father in jesus name amen Now I'm going to hand you over to Naya, who will lead you in a prayer of salvation. Please listen to each line and repeat um, after her. Thank you, Naya. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and, giving me, and forgiving me of my sins so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made and I know I need you to help me live life. Your word says in Romans 10, verse 9, If you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you jesus and i am so grateful to grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in the new life with you today i love you jesus amen amen, amen. thank you so much Naya <laughs> and jaden now if that was your first time paying the prayer of salvation we would like to warmly welcome you into the family of god It's the best decision that you'll ever make and um, (laughs) I would like to encourage you to join your local church online, read your Bible every single day, listen to music that glorifies God, surround yourself with um, other believers, like-minded people, people proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord and just remember that you are absolutely loved and so valued and you made the best decision today to follow Christ. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye.